<laughs> we will get to that as well. Third thing that I think you need to know, and this is going and going and well, it's changing. But I've gotten some emails and some uh, some Facebook and Twitter stuff from listeners about uh, Amazon wanting a second headquarters somewhere in this country. Now, you think Tucson will get? It? I'm like, I ah, I don't I don't know. Well, Tucson made the pitch apparently. Uh, and the pitch included sending a 21-foot saguaro cactus to Seattle, where the Amazon owner, Jeff Bezos, lives. That's going to do... Oh, these guys. It, it's, like, it's like embarrassing amateur hour. Well, come on. They're just trying... No, wait till you hear some stuff about that. Um, it's like embarrassing amateur hour. 20... And they know it's not going to happen. They just sacrificed a 21-foot saguaro and said, see, see you later. They know it's not going to happen. Um, and it's not entirely their fault. We don't have enough air. You know, they, they need more airports and more flights coming in directly. And it, But really, this the what they're saying is, is literally embarrassing, these grown men, about the process. Literally, grown men. It is embarrassing. Uh, there we go. Three things that I think you need to know. Now, uh... I have, because it's a crazy time nowadays, reading my four-and-a-half-year-old son a book. I got my phone out doing show prep last night, too. I got uh, my wife's uh, sitting there feeding the uh, almost seven-week-old little dictator. Um, and and I, I'm just doing a little show prep as the whole thing is happening because we're all just hanging out as a family. And then I see this thing, deal is, you know, Trump cuts a deal. And I'm like, how is that even possible? Because Congress has to vote on it. I mean, you can't just, the president can't look at Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and go, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, I like what you're saying. We're going to legalize all the DACA people, and that's that. I mean, Congress has to agree. It goes to Congress. There's got to be a vote. It's got to be a vote. And I don't like how this whole Dreamer thing and DACA thing is being confused with each other. They're two different, two different animals. What's the Dreamer thing? The Dreamer, the Dream Act failed twelve times. They tried it twelve times. It was like all the legals and everybody else, but the DACA is specific for people you know come here between certain ages and it only is up to a certain age. It's it's two different things, and it's and even the media is screwing up the whole thing. And by the way, uh, apparently again, it's it's not what it appears to be. Uh, however, I, I warned if you didn't know, there was a story that came out uh, last week about how the Associated Press. Right, the Associated Press is—they're uh, changing what they—they they don't call them illegal um, aliens or illegal immigrants. They called them uh, un- undocumented Americans. I think it was something. Like yeah, that. it was insane, right? And I'm like, oh, here we go. That's what they're going to call them. And I said, I warned it. The the media—they pay a certain amount of money to be part of the Associated Press because you know somebody here in Tucson or even in Phoenix, they don't have somebody as a, as a correspondent in Washington or something like that. So they pay the Associated Press, they write a story, and they get to use it for their own purposes, to read it uh, on the newscast or put it on their website or both. But all these people do with these TV stations is copy and paste. They don't rewrite, they just, what, the AP did it? All right, copy it and paste it. So then that's why it's dangerous that the AP, the language of the Associated Press, becomes the, I guess, the, quote, accepted language, right? The accepted jargon. Right. Because then I look at the websites now of the local TV stations, Tucson News Now, that's KOLD, and KVOA. And you know what they have? This is, I mean, this is really amazing, isn't it? Same Associated Press story. Same headline. KVOA, written by Associated Press. Trump, uh, oh, this, okay. They just changed, they updated a little bit. 
but it was. Democrats say they have deal with Trump on young immigrants. How young are they, first of all? Because there are people in their 30s. It's not like it's eight-year-olds. And they're not immigrants. They are illegal immigrants. That's like a slap in the face to people that are actual immigrants. Because they're like, we waited. We paid. We did it the right way. They're not the same. But this is the AP thing. And it was the same headline on both of the TV stations. Democrats say they have deal with Trump on young immigrants. And now uh, it was up, and it's not updated on the KOLD website. Why should they do that? KVOA, they updated it. The latest Trump denies deal with Dems on young immigrants. But again, young, imi- young immigrants. It's on a young yeah. immigrants. Yeah. So the Trumps are tweeted out, by the way, a few things this morning about this. We'll get into details. Um, does anybody really want to throw out good, educated, and accomplished young people who have jobs, some serving in the military? Really? Uh, again, it was 900. That's it. Only 900 out of the 800,000 serve in the military. What is he doing? Does nobody want to know the fact? I mean, they just want to get something done, which bothers me. And it seems like nobody wants to acknowledge the facts. I mean, how is it possible that you and me in Tucson, Arizona know this? And the president of the United States doesn't, or is he ignoring it? So he continues. They have been in our country for many years through no fault of their own, brought in by parents at young age, plus big border security. You know who does disagree with this? Legal immigrants that said, I paid my way. I waited in line. What the hell? And then Trump tweets, the wall, which is already under construction in the form of new renovation of old and existing fences and walls will continue to be built. No deal was made last night on DACA. Massive border security would have to be agreed in exchange for consent would be subject to vote. Because that's how it works, according to the Constitution. Good for him on that aspect. But anyway, I was about to lose my mind and my wife, and I'm like, I hope this is fake news. I hope this is fake news because you never know what one side leaks out or says. And, and she's like, calm down. I'm sure there's a deal. But I'm like, oh, no, no, no. She's like, listen, give it a chance. And I'm like, whoa, what are you? You really, you're drinking the Kool-Aid more than I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. What, the, <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, yeah. So Trump said no deal was made last night on DACA. And now I'm reading all kinds of different things. And there's White House officials saying, yeah, this kind of stuff didn't actually happen. Not the way you think. So there's all kinds of, I mean, there's, there's all kinds of different aspects and, but no, no deal. Um, A White House official said it was a misleading statement by the Democrats on DACA. A misleading statement, because again, Schumer and Pelosi were like, we got a deal. Um, a Wall Street Journal reporter said White House let it tweeted White House Legislative Affairs Director Mark Short calls Dems DACA statement quote misleading. Says no deal on DACA or border wall money was re- was reached tonight. So maybe they are fighting for it in that aspect. And this is what Trump needs to realize, man. You know, he tried to work in good faith with Pelosi and Schumer, right? He tried to weak. He tried. He tried. To work. And look what happens. They try to to skew the narrative. They try to screw them over. And this is what takes place. Now, apparently, uh, Henry Cuellar, who is a Democratic congressman, we played the sound bites from him on Tucker's show last week, and he is as clueless as clueless can be. Uh, He said that the president said, "We we don't need wall funding. 
in the deal with DACA as long as I know it's going to happen in a different bill. But you can't trust these people, right? You can't do it. But that's what he said. And then apparently this guy agreed. This White House Legislative Affairs Director, Mark Short, said White House is not committed to including border wall money in DACA legislation if they feel confident it will be included in another bill. Confident. Confident. Who is this? Will you you stop Twitter fighting? (laughs) Come on, man. You got me started. You invite him on the show. It's uh, It's a bishop. Bishop Talbert. You you know what? You just need to uh, send a link to the interview we do with Matt O'Brien. I think I will. And say, listen to this interview and tell me that there's not fraud. All these religious leaders. This is what bothers me. Um, Go on. Well, again, this is why it's hard for me uh, to... uh, I stopped going to the temple where I was going. I have a different temple that I, I, I am involved with now because the temple where I was going, the rabbi decided to preach about uh, Black Lives Matter and white privilege. And uh, don't proselytize me on that stuff, brother. Anyway, uh, now, again, all, all these uh, bishops and uh, rabbis and everybody else trying to act as if this is a religious thing about that. Got to let them in. And blah, blah. Yeah, okay, right. Go it, away. You know what? We even have, if you missed it, you know, we got we got to do this. Uh, we'll get to the Matt O'Brien sound bites. He, if you don't know who Matt O'Brien is, the whole interview is up at KNST.com. It's also on my can my uh, my iHeartRadio channel. I have an iHeartRadio channel. Please download the iHeartRadio app. It's free. It's easy. Go to the App Store. Type in iHeartRadio. So many people have it already. It's it's a phenomenal freaking thing. It's so good. Um and you can listen to us wherever you go. Plus, uh, to KNST, plus there's a channel. Just search Garrett Lewis. And Ryan puts up entire shows, interviews, highlights, you name it. And the Matt O'Brien one is up there. He is a uh, he used to work for the United States uh, Citizenship and Immigration Services. He was like the he was the chief investigator uh, to make sure uh, there was no fraud. And there's a lot of fraud. And he points out the fraud that he witnessed when it came to DACA applications. And I mean, it's it's a it's a big deal, a lot of fraud, and people need to know that that there's a boatload of fraud going on, and that's why I'm frustrated. You want to give these people one fell swoop amnesty? All of a sudden, you don't want to actually build the wall. I mean, what is going on here, right? What is happening? Uh, we actually Ryan was good enough to go back to that interview and get a couple of sound bites of him pointing that out because that interview took place at eight o'clock in the morning, eight ten in the morning, a couple days ago. Uh, but Ryan was able to to get some of that, and we'll we'll play it coming up. Not not just yet. We'll play it in just a couple of minutes, and I'll have more on this again. But what do you think? I mean, is it a bit scary? Again, are going to build the wall? Not build the wall? Now there's rumors that the wall will come later. Now the wall is being put up in places where there's crappy fencing. What if the wall is not built? All of a sudden, Trump changes his mind. I mean, this is, don't do it, man. Do not do it. There are going to be lots and lots of problems. Lots and lots of problems. Apparently, there was a major, major backlash going on. So there's a lot to talk about. We have that. Uh, Mark Fincham, stay right. Mark Fincham coming up at 740 this morning. That's why I download the iHeartRadio app so you can listen to us just in case you're not now and remind yourself. Uh, he's going to have information about what exactly the state and or taxpayers can do to um, to counteract the craziness going on at the U of A that we talked about yesterday, uh, the, the, a sponsored program 
some immigrant rights center on campus where people are paid taxpayer dollars, bashing the president, doing all kinds of crazy stuff, saying all kinds of crazy things. That's at 740. We'll come back with some Matt O'Brien sound bites, though, in about uh, four minutes. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 790. It's all about the fraud. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Ask your wife. Upper 90s today, 630 right now. Upper 90s. How about that? I saw lightning this morning. Did you? Yeah. Wow. That I saw we're being under, under attack by aliens. Well, you never know. know. Illegal aliens. Wait, what? Don't hold back. I don't know. All right, so uh, watch out for that, but it should be only in the 90s from, from now through next week, and hopefully it'll be that way until uh, probably, what, uh, next June. Leave. Get out of here. I'm done with you. All right, uh, so I'm really mad at this whole thing. Honestly, and I'd love to hear from you. I, this is ridiculous. Trump better not back off this stuff. I have a feeling that there was some truth to this report, and the backlash got big fast. And that forced the White House to refute some things, and it made Trump go back and whoa, 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 whoa. I think he better, he better realize quickly that if he decide, if he tries to convince his peeps, you know what, we don't need like the whole concrete wall thing. Don't you go there, dude. Don't you go there. You ran on this. You bragged about it. This is what we want. Don't you go there. Now, uh, Matt O'Brien, again, the guy that was in charge of actually investigating fraud of DAC applications for our government, USCIS. Uh, let's do number 10 real quick. He, I, I had him on the show again. A couple of days ago, the interviews at KNST.com on my page or on my iHeartRadio channel, on the iHeartRadio app, or on iHeartRadio.com. God, there's so many places to go. All right, here's Matt O'Brien. Go. There were people with ties to terror. There were people with gang affiliations. There were people with criminal records. Uh, the whole program was just a giant funnel for fraud. And, and that's why, uh, how do we not know? I know this. How does anybody in D.C. not know this? Or are they just ignoring it? So then I asked Matt, who gave these people, uh, who, who gave the order to allow these, these DAC recipients that are committing fraud to stay? Here we go. Well, the whole program seems to have been set up to excuse any bad activities by any of the people covered under the program. So there was a significant amount of pressure from the White House on down to approve these. Uh, USCIS, for example, sent out a memorandum telling field managers not to deny any applications because people did not have an identity document and could not prove who they were. Unbelievable. Let's go to 16 real quick, Ryan, because we're running short on time. Um, did I, did I, I don't think I asked this question. How long is this? Oh, is, is how many applications were actually looked at and questioned? Was there a high percentage of them? Here we go. There certainly were a small percentage of applications where there was blatant evidence that someone was involved in gangs, organized crime, or had national security concerns that were looked at in depth. Now, whether the recommendations to deny those were taken or not, it's hard to say because there was a very small number of these cases that were denied. The ones that were denied were almost uniformly the most egregious examples of people who presented a threat to public safety. Unbelievable. One fell soup of amnesty is not good. Not good. Uh, 633 on KNST AM 790. You can comment. I mean, is are you going to be done with Trump if this happens? Now, there was a report that he was willing to do a little horse trading to get something in return. Do you know what that thing in return is? We will get to that uh, as well as this, the news about uh, the, the amount of money that Tucson taxpayers now have to pay 
because the mayor and the council <laughs> hate guns. They hate guns so much they just wasted your freaking money. We'll get to that. Right now, the latest on KNST from Fox. Okay. 642. Thank you for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know on this Thursday. Number one, there is no deal on DACA, according to President Trump. Schumer and Pelosi said there was, and they said there was a deal, and it wasn't even going to be uh, a deal that got a border wall built. There was major, major meltdown last night, and the Trumpster was like, no, 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 not no, that didn't happen. Uh, he better watch out, man. He better watch out with this stuff, okay? He better watch out. Second thing I think you need to know uh, is that uh, the city of Tucson is now going to have to repay the state of Arizona $100,000 in legal fees because they challenged uh, the state law that said they were allowed to uh, destroy confiscated guns, confiscated firearms, State law says you can't do that. They said, yes, we can. Went all the way to Supreme Court. Now they got to repay the state a hundred grand. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Thank you very much. Third thing I think you need to know to try to get Amazon to build their second headquarters in the country here in Tucson, the uh, business leaders, uh, in quotes, uh, they're they're proud of themselves because they're sending a 21-foot saguaro cactus. To Jeff Bezos up in Seattle, the owner of Amazon. That's the big pitch. Move it here. We'll we'll send you a cactus, baby. Yeah. Why should you move here? What what are the actual benefits? Ah, we're sending it. Of course, I'm sure they're giving a proposal, but they're also sending a cactus. Three things I think you need to know. Um. Just side note, real fast. Yeah. When I got the job in uh, in Waco, Texas, back in 2004. Um, first full-time on-air morning or any or talk host position. It was talk host and program director. Uh, I was one of three finalists. And I flew there, and I did my show. And on the way, uh, when they were driving me back to the airport, the guy was like, uh, and it was, the apprentice was big. He goes, as the Donald says, you're hired. I was going to wait till you get back, but what the hell? Was, no, you're, okay, cool, thanks. And then when I was there, after a few weeks, the boss there, the manager, told me, you know... I hired you, but the uh, there's a guy that uh, tried out for the job, and he sent me a uh, a box of Omaha steaks. I felt bad that he didn't get the job, but the steaks were pretty good. <laughs> so it reminded me of that when the city of Tucson or the business leaders sending a saguaro cactus to uh, Jeff Bezos to try to sway his decision. I mean, what? That's the best you can do, huh? Think of us. To think of us. Here's a cactus. Here's a cactus. Think of us. As it snows. Oh, Does it God, snow? Yeah. I don't even know. Oh, man. I mean, really? It's embarrassing. Bush League. Anyway, uh, so now, all right, what, what was the deal with this whole the Don stuff? The Don stuff, uh, he says again, no deal yet. No deal yet. And he says the wall will be built. He tweeted that out. The wall will be built. Do you think, I mean, will you tell me, could there be any deal done in your mind that the Don does and you would accept it if there was no wall. Because apparently, according to Democrats that were there, I guess, in this meeting, I'm confused. There's other Democrats that I, I thought it was only Schumer and Pelosi, but apparently Henry Cuellar was there, a wacky congressman from South Texas, Democrat. And he said that apparently Trump said something about, hey, what if we get the Rays Act, which would, I mean, that's unbelievable. 
the uh, the Rays Act is awesome. That would uh, modernize immigration. It wouldn't uh, it wouldn't be based on relatives or anything else. It'd be based on the merits of the immigrant, what they would do for America, which is what it should be. That's called the that's called the real world. You know, I mean that that's life. Um, would that be okay in your mind? Eight eight zero KNST eight eight zero five six seven eight because that's apparently one of the things that was talked about. It was all right. Tom Cotton's agreement. Could that happen? Would you be okay with that kind of horse trading? To me, you know what you. I don't like giving just amnesty, but you. Eight hundred thousand people. No more chain. My I. I would want the Rays Act to make sure there's no more chain migration. Those eight hundred thousand people should not be able to bring in their parents, their grandparents, their sisters, their brothers, their cousins, their aunts. No. You need the Rays Act. You need the wall being built. To me, that's what I think. I just retweeted something, by the way. Donald Trump tweeted out on October 19th, 2016. Follow me on Twitter, at Garrett Lewis. He tweeted out, Hillary Clinton will use American tax dollars to provide amnesty for thousands of illegals. I will put America first. Hashtag big league truth. Well, if all of a sudden you don't actually secure the border, right? You don't secure the border. You're not putting America first. You don't get the wall built. You're not putting America first. And what's Trump thinking? According to people at the meeting, Henry Cuellar and others, you know what? We we need to um we need to do we need to move on this quickly. That's what they were saying. We need to move on this quickly. Cuz he wants to get tax reform done. I think in his mind, he thinks tax reform will solve all problems. It'll solve a lot of problems. Don't get me wrong on that. It'll solve a lot of problems. However, it's not going to solve all the problems. Okay? I mean, just go back. Donald Trump, I remember interviews. He talked about the border walls. He was mocking what's up right now, the fencing. He called them little toy walls. He told Hannity back in January, I'm talking about a real wall. I'm talking about a wall that's got to be like serious. That's a quote. It's got to be like serious. He said it would be hardened concrete, rebar and steel, a great wall. What's going on? Remember the tweet he, do, he, he tweeted uh, this morning, the wall which is already under construction in the form of new renovation of old and existing fences and walls will continue to be built. Renovation of existing fences and walls. Does that mean you're building new fences, not a what? I don't want to say you're getting doubts. Or I'm getting doubts. I'm getting doubts. I'm getting doubts. So I think the president needs to hear from you. I mean, talk radio is instrumental. Instrumental in stopping the McCain-Kennedy amnesty bill in 05. Because Bush wanted it. Bush was ready to sign that. He was ready to make it happen. I think talk radio needs to step up this way, too. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Yeah, um, and what bothers me is the fact that he put down in a tweet, does anybody really want to throw out good, educated, and accomplished young people who have jobs, some serving in the military, really? Well, you know, I do prep for this show quite a bit. Quite a bit. And you want to know, I mean, I've talked about uh, who the DACA people really are. How many? He says the military, 900 in the military. How many actually graduate college? Do you know how many actually 
How many actually have dropped out of school? It is, it is a, a, a ridiculously high number. I'll get to all that information. But I want to I want to hear from you. 880-KNST, 880-5678. By the way, Mexico has said DACA, DACA recipients, DACA children are a great gift and we, we will take them back with pleasure. They said. Allison, welcome to KNST. Hi. Hi, good morning. Morning, Allison. Um, I guess my, my concern is um, how are we really now? I really have supported everything that President Trump has done since the beginning when he was first running. I really, really like him and I want to believe him, but I'm, I don't know how to believe him right now when he could not do anything on Obamacare and now doesn't, hasn't mentioned it at all. It's like, it's just off the table and we're going to keep it and that's it. And I don't know. I, I am not really willing to compromise. I understand why he's cutting deals and that he's pretty much been abandoned by his own party, but I I want the Raise Act. I want the wall. I do not think that should ever be negotiable. He he promised it and he needs to deliver. And and I don't think as far as the DACA kids I want I mean I would like to see them gone, but I I would be okay with them staying as long as the Raise Act goes into effect and they do not have a path to citizenship. They can have residency, like they can have a legal status, but no citizenship, no voting rights. I think your sentiments are very popular amongst a lot of people. I think I think that Trump's going to learn the hard way what what happened. He, I think I'm hoping he gets caught in this and he realizes he, he's on a streak trying to make deals. He's in a streak trying to reach across the aisle because, like you said, the Republicans, they didn't back him. And he's like, if you guys aren't going to do this, I'll do it myself. I'll, I'll make a deal. I, that's what I do. But I think I'm, I'm hoping that he gets smacked back into reality with this. Um, and I know. feel like, and I agree with you, I, I don't, I support him. I want him to be successful. And I know that he is a man of action. He wants things done. I totally get that. And he's trying, God bless him, he has been trying very hard since he started to get things done the right way. Mm-hmm. And I agree with that. I did not agree with the way Obama did things. But I'm at the point where I'm so frustrated and I feel like there's no hope among the swamp that maybe he should start giving people a little taste of the Obama medicine and just starting, just sign executive orders just like he did because nothing is happening. There's just nothing happening anywhere. And I don't see a light at the end of the tunnel. You know, it's scary, though, because then that becomes precedent even more. And the next one's going to do it. The one after that's going to do it. The next one after that's going to do it. Well, I I want every member. I really would like to see every member of Congress voted out. I mean, Dude, I, I'm with you. There's got. I, I wish there was term limits, but they make the rules. Real quick, you know, the one thing that bothers me is that he put out the tweet that there's so many. Why would we want to throw out these? You know, people that are educated and everything else. There's a Harvard Harvard researcher, Roberto G. Gonzalez. He has an ongoing study called the National Undaca Mented Research Project. He's a Harvard guy. He's pro DACA. He found that 21% of DACA recipients have dropped out of high school. They're not all educated. 900 of 800,000 are in the military. And it's like these facts are there, and then guys like Trump and the rest, they don't even acknowledge them. That's the problem right there. That, to me, that's a problem. People are just so caught up in the emotional part of it. They they do not want to see or confront the facts. And the facts are there, but there's just so much emotion, and they... They can appeal to that, even though it's totally false. You're right. You're right, Allison. Thank you very much for a great call. 
I hear the frustration in your voice, and that's why I want people to, to talk about it today, because I want everyone to hear it. Thank you so much. We'll get more of your reaction coming up on KNST AM 792 Sounds most stimulating talk. I thought it was America first. Apparently, it's not America first, because Americans would have benefited from getting rid of Obamacare and tax reform. But no, instead, illegal aliens are going to benefit on amnesty. That's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. And according to a Pelosi spokesperson, a pathway to citizenship is part of the deal. Uh, the Trumpster was walking toward um, uh, Marine One because he's going to take that to a Air Force One and fly to Florida. And he stopped to talk to the media, and he said they are working on a DACA plan. Listen to this. Here we go. We're working on a uh, plan for DACA. People want to see that happen. You have 800,000 young people brought here, no fault of their own. So we're working on a plan. We'll see how it works out. But we're going to get massive border security as part of that. And I think something can happen. We'll see what happens. But something will happen. Massive border security. What does that mean? Uh, anyway, then he talks about the wall. Because is the I mean, is the wall part of the deal? They said the wall is not part of the deal. So the Trumpster tried to have some damage control in there and say, oh, the wall is being built right now. It is being built right now. It's repairing uh, broken parts, parts where there's fencing and that kind of stuff. That, they tweeted that out. The walls, which is already under construction in the form of new renovation of old and existing fences and walls, will continue to be built. He's trying to calm your fears. This is not good. Listen, here we go. The wall will come later. We're right now renovating large sections of wall, massive sections, making it brand new. We're doing a lot of renovation. We're building four different samples of the wall to see which one we're going to choose. And the wall is going to be built. It'll be funded a little bit later. It'll be funded later. That's You can't not have give amnesty or legalization or whatever. Legal status to these people without getting the wall built. What in the hell? There's more. This is Trump saying we we, we want again. This is like comp, the term comprehensive mass uh, comprehensive immigration reform. There's a new term: massive border security. What does that even mean? Listen. Well, we want to get massive border security, and I think that both Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, I think they agree with it, but. So we met last night with, as you know, Schumer, Pelosi, and a whole group. And I think we're fairly close, but we have to get massive border security. Massive border security. And by the way, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer said Trump agreed to not demand wall funding as part of a deal for Dreamers. I thought it's the art of the deal, the best deal maker ever. Now, that was the, he came out and said there's no deal on DACA yet. There's no deal. But they said he agreed to not demand on this. And you heard just in the last two sound bites ago. He said the wall will come later. So apparently they're right about that. They're right about that. This is the guy that bragged in every campaign stop there was. Even in Phoenix a couple of weeks ago. The wall will be built. The wall will be built. Now, this is really disturbing. Listen to this last soundbite you're going to hear. Here we go. Oh, I think he's on board. Yeah, Mitch is on board. Paul Ryan's on board. Oh, we all feel, look, 92% of the people agree on DACA. But Pause what it. we want... Where does he get that number from? 92% of people agree on DACA? I don't think so. 92%, huh? Let's continue. But what we want is we want very, very powerful border security, okay? We're going down to Florida. We'll see you in Florida. 
Ryan and McConnell agree with us on DACA. We're very much, we're very much on board. I spoke to them, yes. Politico, after meeting with Trump at the White House, Democratic leaders Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi said they had come to terms with Trump on a plan that would provide protection for Dreamers in exchange for a for beefed up border security, but notably no additional funding for a border wall. The news triggered an outcry from the right, which accused Trump of abandoning his tough on immigration campaign stance. So that's why Trump tweeted out no deal was made. But you just heard him. Twitter versus his mouth. Hmm. 880-KNST, 880-5678. This this is not good. This is not good. I don't like it at all. Um, Steve King, uh, an immigration hawk, a guy, and I hate this, but a guy that just wants the laws and the books enforced, said if this deal was true, Trump's base is blown up, destroyed, irreparable, and disillusioned beyond repair. No promise is credible. One GOP aide said with a sigh, quote, maybe tomorrow he'll support NAFTA. Sucks, doesn't it? Right? This is not good. Now, what can we get? Again, um, this is what I would want. And, and But the thing is, there's just too much damn fraud. There's just too much damn fraud in this whole system. I, will, I want a wall. You know, it, it would hurt me to, to see... These people that we don't even know really who they are and if there was actual validation on their applications. Um, I want a wall. I want the Raise Act. I want it. We deserve this stuff. People waited for hours and hours and hours every place he went. They went out and voted for him on all different sides of the political aisle. What the hell? Does he just not get it? Is he just now this part of the D.C. bubble where you're just in there and you're like, I got to get something that's good. That's a win. We don't want just a win. We want something that's right. We want something that is right. We want something that is that is good. Uh, sources briefed on the meeting declined to estimate how much border security would be provided under the plan or what the specifics would entail. Now, yesterday I played a soundbite of uh, Paul, Ryan, Paul Ryan saying they are going to vote in the House to fully fund the border wall. They have the votes in the House to do it. Paul Ryan said that yesterday. Matter of fact, can you get the Paul Ryan soundbite from yesterday? And I think we could skip through maybe the first 20 seconds of it, where he actually says, Paul Ryan said this yesterday. If you missed it, it's right down there, uh, right there. Uh, go about, uh, yeah, about there. Here we go. Listen to, listen to Paul Ryan yesterday, address the media. On budget, on time, and that is an historic achievement. And I want to thank the Appropriations Committee for doing this, for making that done. We are fully funding the President's request to build a wall along our southern border. We're beefing up our enforcement against illegal immigration. It's a huge victory for so many different conservative priorities. The legislation includes strong protections for life. It rolls back regulations and eliminates dozens of government programs that are outdated. We are going to fully fund it. So is this a, a one side does one thing, but the other side says no thing? Like, you know, the two-party uh, thing, you know? So, well, yeah, yeah, but, but again, fully but, funded. But, yeah, well, but the Senate is going to be like, no. That's the thing. The Senate has, they, they need 60 votes. Somebody on the Problem Solvers Caucus meeting earlier Wednesday said, quote, he's not giving up on the wall and we're not giving up on the wall, but it doesn't have to be on DACA. Why do I feel like this is just, you know, people are getting played? Hang on. Don. Don, welcome to KNST. Hi. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Sure. 
if you think about it, you really don't need a wall to secure the southern border because the southern border itself is an obstacle. If, it, if somebody crosses our border illegally, they are stuck out in the desert. It's going to take them hours, if not days, to actually get into a metropolitan area. So as long as we have enough Border Patrol out there that are patrolling the border, and as long as the Border Patrol is allowed to go into places like National Park Service land and Bureau of Land Management No, you're right about that. You're right about that. Hang on a second. But, but the problem is the Border Patrol actually says, we need a wall. They're the ones that are down there doing this, and they're the ones that say, we do need a wall. So okay, well I've, I've heard other people saying that you don't need a wall. And I'm have you heard Border army. Patrol? Hang on, have I've, you heard Border Patrol okay. say that? Because I, I, I had the head of the Border Patrol Union on all the time, and he's like, "We need an actual wall." They don't even like that bollard wall. They like, we need an actual big thick wall, double wall. That's what we need. That's what they tell me. Well, a wall is only going to slow somebody down. If you have an obstacle and nobody's watching it, the obstacle is going to well. That's slow the thing, man. You have the wall, and then you have people watching it. There, you, you beefed up security, more border patrol. You need all that, but you need the wall. Even they say that. Not well, everywhere. I just, okay, no, I disagree yeah. because the desert okay. itself is an obstacle. It's fifty, sixty. I'm miles aware of what the, the desert, desert is. I'm a, well, let me let me ask you. Let me tell you something. We have no wall now, and we have rampant illegal immigration. So the desert's not stopping that many people, is it? Because there's not enough border patrol out there oh, to stop them. All right. Thank you. Take care. I don't know how many times I have to say the border patrol actually disagrees with you, and they're the ones that are actually on the border. And I'm pretty sure they're well aware of the desert that exists. Love their chips. What on the border? Oh, there you go. Hang on, real quick, Jerry. Welcome to KNST. Hi. Hey, how are you doing? All right, man. So, uh, big Trump supporter, love Trump, uh, voted for him, volunteered for him, donated for him. But, you know, to me, it's not just about the wall. It's about this whole idea of amnesty. Uh, we cannot do this. He is backstabbing his supporters. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's going against his base. And I don't know what he's thinking. Democrats are not going to vote for him. And the only thing keeping him in office right now is his base. We have been with him 100%. And when he has fought, we have we have cheered it because he didn't back down. Now this backing down thing, you know, I don't know who he thinks is going to be supporting him if, if the Democrats get in and they want to impeach him. His base is going to walk away from him if he does this to us. Yep. Yep. You are yeah, you are 100% right about that. I mean, look, Reagan trusted the Democrats back in 86. Didn't get it. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, you know, he has done great. By not backing down, by not apologizing, not not being a rhino, and if he thinks this is going to work for him, he's got another thing coming. Believe yep. me, I'm I'm livid about this. And he's the one that said day one DACA done gone. He said that in Phoenix uh, two years ago, two years ago yeah. today, like two years and two weeks ago. He was in Phoenix and he said that, and then he kept campaigning yeah. on it over and over. And, then, and listen again, and that's why I played the sound bites. And I'll do it again from that guy that was in charge of the of USCIS investigating fraud on DACA and was told by Obama. Let it go. Accept him. Yep. Uh, you know, so it's yeah. everywhere. We know it. And then he wants us to be able to accept one fell swoop of this? It's not good. Yeah. Not good. No, and, you know, you see those signs up at his rallies, promises made, promises kept. Exactly. It's going to be promises made, promises lied to. You exactly. Know? So he, he's got to be careful. Yes, Jerry, I, I, you're right, man. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for the call. More of your reaction coming up, 724 KNST, AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Trump may be... <laughs> Trump may be playing them every bit as much as they've played us in the past to get what he wants and move forward. I, I don't 
I don't understand any other reason behind what he's saying because it's not like they all of a sudden got some dirt on him they can hold over his head. I mean, he's been through the ringer. They know everything about him. And he hasn't capitulated on anything. I think Trump. So, I think Trump is looking at the most important thing right now is tax reform, and he thinks if he makes deals with them, uh, if he makes deals with this, that they'll get on board for the other stuff. And I don't know if that's going to happen because they they just backstab, backstab. Now I don't mind him talking, and I think one of the reasons he is is because McConnell and Ryan obviously don't want to push the agenda. Bannon confirmed it, and he's showing them. Listen, guys, uh, you know, Americans, and there was a poll done by Rasmussen. Americans want things to be done. They don't mind. Trump talking to Democrats and Democrats talking to Republicans. But those well, guys don't want things to get done. So he's saying, I'm going to prove that we can get things done for the American people. And tax reform is going to be the most effective way. And if we have to sacrifice 800000 but he better not sacrifice that wall. He said that wall. How can you, how can you take him seriously when he went out for, for two years? He said uh, the wall, the wall, the wall. Now it's, I mean, is it really going to happen? Now, again, Paul Ryan said they're going to fully fund it in the House. But I don't, you know, what, what is he getting in return? What is he getting in return for this? Well, we won't know that until we see what happens down the road. And that's the, the scary thing. Is, that's I think scary. He may be prioritizing things. It may be that he's realized he can't get everything he wants all at the same time. I get that. I get it. Doesn't it, doesn't it scare you a little bit that all out of nowhere, Schumer Pelosi can say, we got the DACA thing. No, that's specific. It doesn't scare me. No, no. It but, 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 it doesn't but, scare but, me because... Hang on, hang on. Let me talk. They, we got the DACA thing. We got the DACA thing. We're good. And all Trump says is, we're getting beefed up border security. They have absolute specificity... And he has no specificity. I appreciate the call, Wayne. I'm sorry. I'm just running short on, on time here. But that's what bothers me. 733, coming up. We'll have more on this, but coming up in about six minutes, State Rep. Mark Fincham on the U of A. Their craziness they're doing over there. I mean, the, the, the rally they had last week and what we talked about yesterday, the U of A departments ragging on Trump and Sessions, calling them criminals, propping up illegal aliens. What can be done to get back at the U of A? Can taxpayers do anything? The legislature will find out. Right now, it's Fox. All right, 741. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Thank you for hanging out. Three things that I think you need to know. All right, uh, number one, uh, it looks like the Trumpster, he met with Pelosi and Schumer and some Dems yesterday, and Pelosi and Schumer said, we came to a deal with DACA, and there's no, there's more border security, whatever that means, but there's no wall. Trump came out, said, there is no deal yet, but we're working on it, and the wall will come later. That's not what I want to hear. It's not what you want to hear, is it? What What do we get out of this? Where's the Raise Act? Where's the wall? Where's he verify? Second thing that I think you need to know, Tucson taxpayers now on the hook, $100,000, because the city council and the mayor uh, wanted to make sure they could destroy confiscated guns and challenge the state law to the Supreme Court, and of course, Tucson lost. Now they got to repay legal fees. Who knows what the real amount was, but the agreement to pay back was $100,000. And Kazachik, Steve Kazachik, the councilman, said, we, we should take out a payment plan. You serious, dude? Uh, third thing, I think you need to know, we need business here, and apparently the business leaders are very proud of themselves, very proud of themselves, because they're trying to get Amazon to build the second headquarters that they have in this country. They want to build it somewhere, and uh, they had a press conference yesterday, these so-called business leaders in town, and they're they're bragging of how they sent a saguaro cactus to Jeff Bezos. That'll be a big influence right there, a saguaro cactus. We'll get to all that. I know it's a busy day. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, yesterday, talked about this story about the U of A, how uh, faculty and students had a rally last week where they ripped into President Trump about his DACA thing, which is actually constitutional, giving it to Congress, whatever. Uh, then a U of A department 
the Immigration Services Department for Students, Immigration Student Resource Center, ISRC. They have a, a Facebook page, U of, U of A, ISRC. And they ragged on Trump and Sessions, calling them criminals, telling illegals they're not illegal, all this other stuff. It's more and more craziness coming out of the U of A. So what can be done to hold them accountable? Because they, they are paying people to work in the program. And by the way, the, uh, the administration won't even talk to the student that wrote this article. As a U of A student wrote this article for campus reform, it's linked up on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. They won't even talk to her. The, the people won't even respond back to how they get funding. She goes there. She's going into debt over this. So state rep Mark Fincham joins us now because apparently uh, uh, Mark uh, made some phone calls trying to find out some stuff. Mark, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing good, Garrett. How are you this morning? All right. So uh, what would you find out? Nothing so far. Uh, I'm getting well. Thanks for stopping by. I'm just yeah. I'm getting the same treatment that uh, everybody else in the public gets, and and I think that uh, there's a recognition that this is little more than a Marxist temper tantrum. Uh, What what is very disturbing is the idea that a group at the university would leverage the university's franchise to espouse their political position. That's unacceptable. Yeah. That's taxpayer money being used. You know, free speech, hey, you know what? If you want to go out protesting the lawn at the, at the U of A, knock yourself out. But when you begin to leverage, when you begin to piggyback off of the University of Arizona's good name, that's, that's beyond the pale of acceptable. So that's one of the things that I, I will tell you is going on is that we are engaged in even closer scrutiny of of spending wait wait you cut out on me you can somebody's trying to ring in over you so we're engaged in in even closer scrutiny of university spending um one thing that uh occurred um we do have the power uh we have the power of the purse that um when there is a bonding proposal for example for spending taxpayer money on refurbishing buildings or whatnot it has to go through JCCR, which is the Joint Committee on Capital Review at the at the Capitol. Um, U of A had a request that was in. Uh, that's been pulled from the agenda. Hmm. That is designed to send a message. Get your house in order. Well, I hope it works. Mark Fincham is who you're listening to on KNST AM 790. He is a state rep. Um, now, I mean, I, I just, I get, I'm speaking for I know my listeners, and I know you agree with this too, but it's like... Are you really going to pull funding for the U of A? I mean, we know they have stupid classes that are a complete waste of money. There's no reason people need to minor in hip-hop. There's no reason people need to take a, a class about uh, you know werewolves and vampires in Eastern Europe. Um, and, and then when when this student who is, reports on this, good for her, she's a pre-law student, writes for a great website, Campus Reform, and she sees this stuff going on, and she sees the Facebook page where they obviously get funding from students who pay tuition That's and right. from taxpayers where they write all this incendiary stuff that's not even true. That's right. I think they've forgotten who they work for. Uh, and when I say they, I'm not talking about all of the staff. But quite frankly, I think we have, have seen a great opportunity with the, uh, with the hiring of President Robbins. Um, think of this as a freight train, that he's not going to be able to turn this environment around overnight. But um, I've got what I believe solid assurances from him uh, that they're going to take a very close look at what's being offered in the, in the court catalog. Uh, my first view of that is that 10, 15% of the classes that are currently offered should be cut possibly more. 
And in doing that, in right-sizing the business of education, because it has become, it used to be an educational institution. Now it's a business that offers education. Big mm-hmm. difference. Yep. And I think that if we're not paying close attention to the bottom line, we cannot fulfill our obligation to the kids of Arizona, and that is to deliver an education as close to free as possible. That's the mission of the land-grant college. That's the University of Arizona. You know, I, I know you talk about this Bob Robbins guy. Here's my problem, too, is that uh, the week before I had the same student on because she broke another story about how the student body government president, I never paid attention to this stuff when I was in college because I had a life and I had a job and I like to just go have a good time. But uh, the student body government president was trying to get a scholarship, get scholarships for DACA recipients, which is not, it's not legal here because they're illegal aliens. Uh, and he was going to, it was going to be using student government fees as well. And he said he had backing from the administration. So she went to Bob Robbins office and asked to comment. He won't even talk to her. How can this guy not talk to his own students that are paying the bill? Those are his customers. So I, exactly I just don't have a lot of faith in, into this guy. He, he won't he won't comment on any of this stuff. If he's so against it, he should come out and say it, shouldn't he? I can't get inside Dr. Robin's mind. I know what I would do, but then again, I wouldn't be hired as the president of the university. That's true. I hear you. But I'm just saying that I mean, if, he's, if he's so interested in making change or being open or whatever, he should talk about this stuff. And it's really embarrassing that nobody from the university addresses these major stories that are happening there. I mean, it's it's our money, and nobody, and they won't even return your phone calls. Right. Well, I think that that's um, that's indicative of someone who may have been uh, not not someone, a group who may now all of a sudden be outed, and they're running for cover. I don't know if that's the case or not. I do know that. When we have a question and we don't get phone calls right away in, in response to our, our request for information, usually there's a flurry of activity going on behind the scenes trying to come up with, okay, what's the story we're going to tell? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy talking to people who are able to come to me with facts instead of just some hyperbolic story about what they saw and how they're going to deal with it. Um, I really want to know fact, and I, I, my hat's off to the young lady who uh, is challenging the status quo. Um, she, quite frankly, we need more people like that. Yes. She is, I think, fearless. She's not afraid of people who are going to say, oh, you're a hater. No, I'm not. The people who utter that stuff are the ones who are trying to manipulate the narrative. Yeah, They're well, trying to turn responsible adults who ask questions into, quote, the enemy. Yeah, and racist. Because you don't go like along that. with groupthink, and you don't go along with consensus. I mean, those are, anytime I see consensus in, in any document that comes across my path, I immediately become suspect to it, because consensus does not mean that you have a good answer. It just means that you've got a bunch of people that agree on something. Mm-hmm. Um, really quick, because we're running out of short, uh, time here. So, if if you have this kind of stuff going on at the U of A, these these I mean they're kind of like radical subgroups of subgroups because that immigration student resource center is part of another group. They fall under that, and they're getting mm-hmm. funny from someone or somewhere. Um, right. I mean, is there any? Can, can they pay the price? Is there a state law, or will there be any any legislation uh, any legislation introduced that would penalize the U of A for having this ridiculousness out there, or is it just is it too much of a slippery slope? I think that's a slippery slope. I think that a lot of this can be dealt with with university policy. So, again, I go back to the position that uh, 
you don't have the freedom to leverage the I've been told that the university system at large is a $44 billion franchise. You do not have the right to co-opt that for your own personal agenda. And I think that uh, the university policies need to come down hard on that. They are jeopardizing the financial health of the university. Because i got my phones ringing off the hook with alumni that are hopping mad that are ready to stop writing checks. And that's that's the thing. The free market will that's always probably rule. what needs to happen. Yes, exactly. All right, Mark. So, well, you know what? When they ever do get back to you, if they do, please let me know, man. I appreciate it. Thank, thank you for being like do. the only lawmaker that actually tries to do something about this kind of stuff. I know my listeners appreciate it. And by the way, yes, it, sending a cactus out of the Sonoran Desert. Mm-hmm. There's a reason they only live here. Well. <laughs> That's your day, man. That you too, man. See you later. <laughs> we'll address that in the next hour, as well as apparently a school warning their students to not chant USA. We'll get to that coming up. Seven fifty-two on KNST. Uh, Baby brother, that's right. That's oh, trust me, he wants to. He okay. wants to. Very good. Now, thank you. I am furious at what happened last night, and when I first got the news, and I hoped that it was wrong, but I took your advice and I did call the White House. Really? What happened? Well, after waiting about 10 minutes, I got through. Somebody put me on hold first, but then somebody did get on. I called, I think it's 1-800-202-1414. That's the extension. Okay. And I gave him him my opinion. I said, first of all, I listened to a very conservative uh, radio station here in Tucson, and it's blowing up. People are very angry. Wow. They... um, are not happy with this at all. I've been a Trump supporter since uh, the Romney campaign when he had to make the decision not to run against Romney. And I said, if he goes through with this and doesn't build this wall, I will be the first person to put an impeach Trump sign up in my neighborhood. And um, uh, I just, you know, I just let them have my opinion. What'd they say? Thank you very much. Well, yeah, thank you, and we'll pass it on. But they did say they would pass it on. Now, I know they keep statistics. Let's say my call represents, I'm going to pick a number at random, 10,000 voters. So, But the thing is, uh, people, you were the one who said, let your opinion be known. And I did, and I want to encourage people to do it because there's something wrong with this. Oh, I did add that uh, Trump uh, lying down with dogs, Pelosi and Schumer, um, you know, you're going to get in trouble, but that's an insult to dogs. Oh, yeah, I do love dogs. Listen, I didn't mind him cutting a deal for three months to keep the government funded so he can concentrate on tax reform. I thought that was a good move. Uh, People seem to want this, according to Rasmussen, did a poll, 68%, something like that, 66% said, we want, we want stuff to get done. We're sick of this back and forth fighting. Because for eight years, nothing got done. And the president, President Obama did nothing but executive orders. So I think people want that. But this, we're sitting here saying, what are we getting? And no, again, not, yeah. you know, no, 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 what are we getting? this isn't it. And, but I also do want to say that I don't trust one syllable that comes out of the mouths of Schumer and Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. You're, not, you're not alone on that. You're not alone. Well, I'm glad that you called... Us, and I'm glad I want to call the White House. Oh, other people to do it. Yes. So do it. Call the White House. And let me tell you something. 
they do take note of that. Senators, congressmen in the White House, if all of a sudden somebody says, we got 15,000 calls saying they're pissed off at you, and about 250 that say they like it, they're going to go, uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. They, they will listen. Yes. But I don't trust the way um, Princess Pelosi uh, <clears throat> you know, reported it. Yes, no. There's something fishy about this whole thing. But I like that one caller who said, I've always liked him because he doesn't, you know, give in and capitulate. Yeah. It sh- Two and two is not adding up to four here. Exactly. You're right. Hey, uh, thank you so much, Sue, for the books, the call. Thank you for your effort reaching out to the White House. I appreciate it so much. And I, I really hey, it was good to talk to you, and I hope to see you one of these times at Mr. Ons. Uh, what well, bring? Uh, you know what? Uh, I think I'll be there at the end of the month because next Thursday's Rosh Hashanah. So I think I'll be there at the end of the month. Okay. Okay. Well, you take care, Garrett. Hey, and thank Ryan for putting me through because a couple times I've called and said, "Give him a message." I never knew whether they gave you a message. But I I'm always a give him messages. Yeah, no, no. Ryan, Ryan gives messages. I just don't generally listen to Ryan. Yeah. That's the problem. I'm like a secretary. <laughs> yeah, you listen. know. Well, why. no. But, uh, oh, there is one other thing you oh. might want to know. Oh, sure. Today, Dinesh uh, D'Souza yes. was on Fox and Friends. I saw it, and he said he doesn't mind if there's not a wall. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. I, I, I don't like it. I, I don't like it at all. So. Thank <laughs> hey, Garrett, congratulations on the birth of the baby, although I feel that I was in on insider information <laughs> on the day you told yeah, me. Yeah, I told you before anybody else. Yeah. I uh-huh. know. Okay, take care, and I'll talk to you soon again, all you, right? You too. Take care. Thank you so much. Spitball. Superfan. Spitfire, I should say. Not Spitball. Spitfire. I pass along the messages, by the way. You I just, just don't listen. Me. Yes. You're like my work wife. <laughs> oh, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? Let, let's just to refresh the memory. Matt O'Brien, the interview is up at KNST.com. This is one of the reasons I have the problem. Let's start with number 10, if you don't mind. Matt O'Brien was the guy that was in charge. He was like a chief investigator for the United States Citizenship and Immigration Services. We had him on the show a couple days ago. And he, bro- he blew the whistle about how much fraud there was. Uh, fraud there was when it came to DACA applications. And that was at the, be- at the behest of Barack Obama. Get him in here. Get him in here. People were accepted into DACA. Their applications were green-lighted, despite it. Well, listen to this. There were people with ties to terror. There were people with gang affiliations. There were people with criminal records. Uh, The whole program was just a giant funnel for fraud. Giant funnel for fraud. A giant funnel for fraud. Terror ties. You know, if we do... um, 11, again, who let them stay? Who, who gave the order? Said, have, have them stay. Here we go. Well, the whole program seems to have been set up to excuse any bad activities by any of the people covered under the program. So there was a significant amount of pressure from the White House on down to approve these. Uh, USCIS, for example, sent out a memorandum telling field managers not to deny any applications because people did not have an identity document and could not prove who they were. My God, are you kidding me? And they, one fell swoop, Amnesty. Let's do 12. I said, the White House, give them the go-ahead. The White House, let them stay. They're the ones. Here we go. That's correct. I mean, it was a clear attempt to achieve an amnesty by executive fiat. Mm. And if you look at the statistics for the approvals, there were about 800,000 applications total, and there was about an 88 to 89% approval rate. That's shocking. You don't get that in any other immigration program. Uh, and let's play 16 real quick. 16, 
how many applications were actually looked at in question, and was there a high percentage of that? Here we go. There certainly were a small percentage of applications where there was blatant evidence that someone was involved in gangs, organized crime, or had national security concerns that were looked at in depth. Now, whether the recommendations to deny those were taken or not, it's hard to say because there was a very small number of these cases that were denied. The ones that were denied were almost uniformly the most egregious examples of people who presented a threat to public safety. So there's all programs you get thrown out based on the fact that it's, it's just all riddled with fraud. All riddled with fraud. Hang on real quick. Let's go to Thomas. Thomas, welcome to KNSC. Hi. Hi, Thomas. Thomas has been waiting a long time. Thomas! I think he's at a drive-thru. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We'll get back. And we'll have more reaction. 880-KNST, 880-5678. We still have to get to the freaking cactus being sent to Seattle and, and to the uh, high school saying, don't chant USA. There's so much... <sighs> There's so much to talk about. We'll get to it. 819 KNST AM 790 back in five. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Leading talk. Eight twenty six. Thank you for hanging out. It's Thursday. You can throw on those headphones if you want. That way you're not left out. Uh, thank you for hanging out. It's supposed to be under a hundred. If it is over a hundred, don't blame me. Blame the truck. The guy in the big pickup truck, the big SUV, big 18-wheeler. Hey. I'm just kidding. I'm just... <laughs> I have a story in the prep about how much, uh, how those uh, those awesome celebrities that showed up at that stupid uh, political uh, fundraiser on NBC and our, some of our radio stations across the country, how much CO2 they burned to get to that, to act like they're good people, to answer phones and take donations for the hurricane uh, victims. Yeah, gee. Hey, we'll get... Hopefully, if I can get it today, I'll do it tomorrow. But uh, anyway, I want you to hear this. And I put this video up at KNST.com. The one about, let's play the whole story. We'll pause it for reaction because it's just insane. Imagine a school saying to you, school administrators telling students, don't chant USA because you could hurt people's feelings. This happened in freaking Folsom in California, Sacramento, of course. Uh, listen to this. Here we go. I think it's really sad that chanting USA in our country has even become a negative thing. Mm. Controversy erupts at a local high school over students chanting USA. It's a popular way to show pride for students at Vista Del Lago High School in Folsom. But school and district officials are now warning students that the chants could appear inappropriate and intolerant. <laughs> Angela Greenwood's in the newsroom with a story you'll see only on CBS 13. Angela? Well, Sam and Christina, first and foremost, the district tells us there is no ban on chanting USA, but oh, it does no. say there is a right time and place to do so, like oh. following the national anthem. And that's but some it. say there shouldn't be any limits on students expressing mm-hmm. pride in their country. Pause it. Hang on one sec. Hang on one sec. Um, you're going to hear a student in just a second. Remember all the pictures of uh, people waving Mexican flags, uh, wanting amnesty? I remember the McCain-Kennedy Act in 05. They were, you know, amnesty, this, that, waving and if you said anything about that, you're a racist, right? You're a racist. Oh, yeah. And now they're being told, you know what? Don't always say USA. What if they, they don't have the guts to say that to anybody from any other country that was propping them up, right? What a joke. Let's continue. 
I was definitely like, why can't we chant USA? It's a tradition at Vista Del Lago High School in Folsom, chanting USA in the stands at games or rallies. Mm, USA, that's, you know, we're all the same. We're all American. doesn't matter, you know, mm -hmm. where your skin tone is or where you're from. But these chants are now causing chatter campus-wide after school staff brought up the topic to a leadership class. To practice empathy, to practice kindness, what? and to practice patriotism. You can do both. At some schools across pause, the country, pause, did, the you, did you did you just hear that? Did you just hear that? Chanting USA. Well, there's a time to do that, but you also have to practice kindness. What? I'm sorry. Is it mean to chant USA? So someone that is uh, non-white is going to be offended if they hear USA. What a bunch of racist SOBs right there. You're assuming someone that isn't white isn't American. It's going to hurt them. It's going to hurt their feelings. Holy crap. That was the, uh, I guess, the school commissioner, Mike Garrison. Mr. Garrison. Remember Hi, that kids. From? Yeah. Mr. Garrison, South Park. You may or may not know that. Uh-huh. There's a time and place. Let's hear that again. To practice empathy, to practice kindness and patriotism. Here we go. Go ahead. Let's go. Where your skin tone is or where you're from. But these chants are now causing chatter campus-wide after school staff brought up the topic to a leadership class. To practice empathy, to practice kindness, and to practice patriotism. You oh. can do both. At some schools across the country, the chants appeared to be used in derogatory ways toward opponents of different ethnicities. Oh the California Interscholastic Federation, which oversees high school athletics, addressed the concerns with local districts. There's a time and a place to yell that and oh, cheer that. Guy, yeah. The school's principal sent out this email to families today and replayed the same message to students Here over the school's PA system, oh. clarifying any confusion. Sometimes we can communicate an unintended message. School officials unintended. worried to some the chance could come across as intolerant and offensive, but parents we spoke oh with see it God. differently, an expression of pride and acceptance. I want to chant USA because I want us to pull together and heal, not because I want anybody to feel left out or not <laughs> like they're a part of our country. District officials say they want to make clear there's no ban on cheering USA. Uh, I'm glad that they will still allow the students to thanks. cheer for our country. Got A chant this senior says will continue to be about uniting, not dividing. We're all one. We all stand as one together. And the district tells us there haven't been any complaints about USA chants at the high school. No We're kidding. also told that there's likely going to be a lot of chanting at this Friday's football game where the theme is USA Pride. Good for them. No, that's offensive. Let's cancel. So they haven't got any complaints, but we're going to be proactive in thinking somebody's feelings might be hurt. You know, since we're on this whole DACA thing, you know who should be leading the chants USA USA? The DACA recipients. You want to be American so badly. The illegal immigrants, you know what? They should be out there leading the chance. USA, USA. You want to be citizens? You want amnesty? You want to be able to vote? USA, USA, right? 880-KNST, 880-5678. You can react to this, to the Trump stuff. We got to get to the brilliant business leaders also sending a cactus to the owner of Amazon. That that uh, you got it. Jeff Bezos owns Amazon. They're also deleting. Amazon's deleting the one-star reviews of Hillary's book, What Happened, to try to help her. They're deleting the one-star reviews. Bunch of freaking clowns. Uh We'll get to all this. Sending a cactus to Jeff Bezos to have him build an Amazon factory here. It's coming up. 832 on KNST, AIM 790. Right now, here's the latest from Fox. Mm -hmm. 839, thank you for hanging out on this Thursday. Don't forget, download the free iHeartRadio app so you can check out my channel. I have a channel. Isn't that cool? I have a channel. I don't even know what that means. It means my company is like desperate. Like We need people to actually go to this thing. 
We don't really think much of you, Garrett, but we'll give you a channel and you can talk about it. That's cool. Uh, Ryan puts up entire shows up there on my channel. Download the iHeartRadio app, search Garrett Lewis. You can listen to us uh, live, by the way, the KNST Live all the time on iHeartRadio. Uh, he also puts uh, interviews. Uh, he puts uh, highlights, funny segments, that kind of stuff. All there, updated all the time. If you follow me, you go to the iHeartRadio channel and you hit follow, you know what? You uh, you get the updates when things happen. How cool is that? Uh, check it out, iHeartRadio app. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, um, apparently Trump had a meeting with Schumer, Pelosi, and a bunch of Dems. And Schumer, Pelosi ran to the media and said, we got a deal on DACA. And guess what? There's no wall. And everybody got pissed last night. And this morning, Trump tweets out, no, 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 no deal, no deal. But then he walked out this morning and said, the wall will come later. I'm working on DACA. He said 92% of people want this. I don't know what 92% of people he's talking about. Not good. He's, he, what is going, is he getting corrupted? And then some people actually called up and said, give him time. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, so I'm not happy. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, Tucson taxpayers now on the hook for $100,000 because the mayor and the council are incompetent. Uh, it's true. They're just stupid. They challenged the gun ordinance law. Tucson was destroying guns. It's illegal to do that. State law says you can't. They didn't care. They kept doing it and challenged it all the way up to the state Supreme Court. So now they have to pay back legal fees to the state of Arizona. And it actually is more than 100, but they agreed on 100 grand. Third thing I think you need to know, we'll talk more about this. Uh, Amazon looking to build a new headquarters or a new like secondary plan, whatever it is, somewhere in this country. So everybody's like, <gasps> bring it here. And uh, the business geniuses here in Tucson, I mean, look around at the empty buildings. They know what they're doing. Uh, they decided to send a freaking saguaro cactus to try to woo the saguaro cactus to woo Jeff Bezos, the owner of Amazon, to build it uh, here. Yes, that is awesomeness right there. A 21-foot saguaro cactus. Three things I think you need to know. Um, I mean, this is this is solid. This is solid thinking, isn't it? Okay, we're going to play sound bites of the cactus story, Ryan. I know you're talking to people. I know people are pissed. I get it. Um, but this is just too much. And I know Garrett, no matter what, you're going to find the negative. I'm sure there's more to it than just sending a freaking cactus, but they had a press conference where they were bragging about sending a cactus. That's it. You just had freaking floods in Houston, the greater Houston area. You just had hurricanes and hurricanes in Florida. We live in an area where there are no natural disasters. I met a guy Almost two weeks ago, we did that awesome, and thanks to you, that uh, that fundraiser for the Houston Food Bank, over $10,000 thanks to your donations. And a guy stopped by to donate. We were out of Frog and Firkin, and he said, you know, uh, you're talking about how this is a great place. There's no natural disasters. He says, I work at a, uh, I think it's a data storage facility. And he said, the reason, he goes, they were they were in a different city, somewhere in California, but they got flooded. And they said, we need to find a place where, where there's no natural disasters. They picked Tucson. Because that's why I'm out of the military, and I have a job here because of that. They purposely chose Tucson because there are there's no chance that you're going to get the big-time flood and the hurricane and the tornado. This is something that is huge. And what do these geniuses do? Let's send a cactus. Let's freaking send a cactus. Maybe they should sit on the cactus. Let us know how it feels. Maybe they don't know anything about that either. Joe Snell, the guy that's in charge of Sun Corridor. And thank you, Vicky. Yes, it used to be called Trio, Tucson Regional Economic Opportunity. They literally did nothing. That's why Marana and Oro Valley and other towns stopped paying them a fee because they're like, we're not getting anything back. You're supposed to attract business here. Nothing's happening. And then when that came out, this about five years ago, they actually took out an ad in the paper, this Trio group under Joe Snell, who's making three hundred twelve grand a year at the time, um, took out an ad where they were taking credit for things that were already existing. One of them was the University of Arizona. They, like, literally took credit for, like, the U of A. Are you people high? 
And this guy's still there. Still there. Let's hear what Joe Snell has to say. Uh, they basic, let's play number five. They basically, he basically says, listen, our failure, our failure uh, to get uh, Tesla to come here, we use that as a, uh, as a blueprint of what we need to do. And by the way, nobody says this. And I was told by someone that I know really well, uh, there was a limo driver who went to pick up the people from Tesla at the Tucson airport. And the limo driver told my friend, my friend told me this. It was a business thing. The limo driver said, yeah, the guys from Tesla came here. I pick them up at the airport, and I'm driving them back. I'm driving them to, to meet. And as we're driving, you know when it is when you drive back from the Tucson airport? You go into a rough area where the roads stink, and it's kind of ugly. And the people, after going about three, four miles, they said to, he goes, they said to me, are all the roads in Tucson like this? And he said, well, yeah. And they go, you know what? Turn us around. Bring us back. Nobody else brings that up. They left because the roads were awful. Looks like freaking Baghdad. Baghdad actually might be nicer. Beirut. But listen to Joe Snell yesterday. Here we go. Without our experience with Tesla and coming so close, so close, we probably wouldn't be here today. Wasn't that so close? With this. Wasn't that it's close? It's because of that experience of taking a very tough, high hurdle challenge, taking it head on as a community, and figuring out how to put that together. And that's exactly what we plan on doing here as well. And we're going to start with the cactus. Cactus. So close? So close with what? High hurdle? This is your job. Your job is to bring businesses here. High hurdle. High hurdle. Okay. And then a guy with Pima County, because there's nothing better than taking business acumen and business advice from a guy that works for the local government. And I'm sure he's done stuff. John Moffitt? Whatever. Uh, Number six. Here we go. The more you put these together, the better you phrase it, the more you polish your, your approach, the better. Yeah, and this is from Tucson News Now, by the way. Maybe one of these times we can get this thing to actually work. The more practice we have. What have you been doing? They're, like, proud of themselves. All right, Joe Snell, the guy that uh, is in charge of Sun Corridor. This guy has one hell of a deal. Uh, This is the best part, number seven right here, on sending the saguaro. Listen to this. Here we go. We're aggressive. Uh, Others are going to see it. And so some of the fallout uh, uh, could be other companies realizing how aggressive we really are, and we're open for business. Oh, yeah, yeah. They better fear us. In Tucson, what we do is we send cactus. You can't do that. You can't do that. That's Oh, yeah. We're aggressive. We're so aggressive. We send something that will hurt you if you touch it. That's how aggressive we are. You know, we were going to send a succulent, but we thought that wasn't aggressive enough because the word succulent, it's not really that manly of a word, you know. So we uh, we just went straight up with the saguaro, right? It's big, it's tough, it's prickly. Yeah. Yes. Uh, should they have sent an agave? How about a barrel cactus? Red one, yellow one, they could have done something like that, right? What other? What other? Uh, <clears throat> What other desert stuff could they have said? Scorpions? I was going to say, send some scorpions. There you go. Hey, listen. <laughs> listen, Bezos. If you don't build here, we're going to send even more scorpions. Send a javelina. Maybe a Gila monster. Skunk. Well, they have skunks other places. Oh, not in Seattle. They have skunks in Seattle. No have you way. seen the people in Seattle? <laughs> That's a different kind of skunk. Well, yeah. That's some hippie skunks. Oh, my. This is just... <laughs> Are you freaking kidding? I'm telling you, one of these times we're going to get this thing right with these business things. You know, we're going to so we're going to get one of these guys to actually want to come here. 
Uh, do you think, you know, Chandler, Chandler's right up the road. Chandler is much smaller than Tucson. Yet Chandler got what the Dell, the Dell plant. They got other, did Chandler sell, did, did, did Chandler send uh, cactus to try to attract businesses? Did Mesa do that? They, I mean, this is the story. And if, by the way, there's really no chance. There's no chance that this is going to, they're going to get, I wish they would. Amazon wants to hire as many 50, as many as 50,000 new time employees over the next 10 or 15 years. Um, they want a really big, really big uh, headquarters, a second headquarters. So everybody and their mother is going to, you know, try to offer them everything under the sun, right? Um, it was privately funded, by the way, the $2,000 sending. It cost about two grand to send the saguaro there. They're going to thank you, and they're going to plan it and move on. Yeah. Um, they were, they're, they're basically dealing with uh, Chicago, Philly, Toronto. They're all submitting bids. It's going to be apparently 8 million square feet of space. We have lots of open space and lots of empty buildings and empty blocks, right? <laughs> Somebody called in and said, what, Ryan? You got to send a saguaro to a rainy climate? <laughs> Didn't they have to go to school to get this stupid? Or were they born that way? <laughs> there you go. Thank you very much. I mean, this is its awesome. Well, <laughs> this is so pathetic. They're happy about it. Yes! Press conference sending a cactus. Why didn't they just send, like, one of those lollipops with a scorpion inside of it that you eat? Or the tequila ones? Yeah, that too, right? Yep. yep. Some chicle? Mm-hmm. Maybe a hat? Sombrero? Maybe send them a pothole. <laughs> what? Why not? We have a lot of them here. Yeah. Uh, they're like, we got Caterpillar. That's cool. Did you send Caterpillar a saguaro, or did they decide to come here? Uh, so that's cool. Uh, we'll see. What, listen, I hope it happens. And if Amazon's like, listen, the reason that we chose Tucson is the cactus was really nice, then I'll say, all right, I was wrong. My bad. My bad. Pretty sure it's not going to happen. Though. Hold your breath. They need an area where they have a lot of nonstop flights coming in, things like that. Whatever. It's well, we got a spaceport, so maybe they can do something spacey. That's true. Maybe the streetcar will do it. We have the streetcar goes three point nine miles. Ding 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 ding. I know I'm being nothing but negative. I know. Leave it to me. You know what? I, I I should have come up with the awesome idea. I'd have been totally positive, right? I think the way we can attract more business here is to send them cactus, right? Cactus. Again, the story I mentioned a couple hours ago. When I got the job in Waco, Texas, I was competing against 27 people. I was one of the three finalists. I got the job after I tried out. The guy driving me back to the airport's like, all right, we're going to hire you. I was going to wait until you got back, but I might as well tell you now. I'm going to hire you. I'm like, all right. And then after I was there for a few weeks, I was like, so what were the other guys like? He goes, you know, they were okay. He goes, and I kind of felt bad. This is the, the, the manager of the radio station. So he goes, I kind of felt bad. I said, why? I said, well, the guy from Detroit that came down uh, sent me a box of Omaha Steaks. And I kind of felt bad that I didn't hire him, but I still ate the steaks. So that's what's going to happen here. You know what? We didn't pick Tucson, but I got a sweet swar cactus on my property now. Thank you very much. 851 will continue. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Don't. I'll leave it. All right. If you want to comment about the Trump thing, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Uh, this, this is just, this is very, very disappointing. Would it be okay with you? And I'd love to know. If the president's like, yeah, we're going to do a deal with DACA, 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 um, and we're going to get a wall, 
and the RAISE Act, which which would modernize immigration. It would cut the amount of legal immigrants we, we take in half because we just don't need them. We take more immigrants in than any country, all the countries in the world combined, every year. Uh, it would get rid of the chain migration theory, where if you let someone in, all of a sudden their whole family comes over. It's based on merits, not family. This This is what we need, and that would save us trillions of dollars over years. Years. Because we'd be accepting people that don't that would not rely on government assistance. Your money and my money it's taken from us every two weeks. Uh eight eight zero KNST. Eight eight zero five six seven eight calls in just a sec. I want you to throw me up over there. Nancy Pelosi. Uh just a couple of minutes ago at her press conference about uh the dreamers, even though it's not dreamers, it's da- DACA and they're confusing the two on purpose. Just Florida listen. We are not looking at citizenship. We are not looking at amnesty. We're not looking at amnesty. We're never looking at amnesty. Well, that's in the bill. That's in the bill. Well, you know what? Maybe you know. I I can't. I'm not here to respond to tweets. You ask me about the meeting. I'm telling you about the meeting. I'm telling you where we are on it. I think the issue of citizenship is not just about these young people, which would be justification enough, or about other undocumented uh, uh, immigrants in our country who would and under a comprehensive immigration reform, should, in my view, be on a path, a long-term path, oh, an earned path. Oh, not all of them now. This is an earned path to citizenship. Earned it's work, military service, education. Education. Uh, it's not just about them, though, as important as that is. It's about who we are as a country. Oh, shut up. Uh, we're not having two different kinds of people live here. What? Uh, huh. It's not even second-class citizenship, because yeah. it isn't citizenship. It's about... Anyone in our country having the opportunity to earn the, the path to citizenship. Wait in line. What the bill does. It's an earned path to citizenship. How did they earn it? Remember when Trump was on the uh, campaign trail and he's like, we have politicians making stupid deals. They make no sense. These are dumb deals. These are stupid. I would qualify this one for what we know of it to be stupid as well. Right? So I know far. you're mad. Well, yeah. I, but, but, you know, like one caller said, John, we don't know what this man is doing. We don't know what he's doing because he's keeping it a secret. We don't know his end game what until secret? its end. He said the wall's not until even part of this. End. Don't know that. He said it. The wall's going to come later. I, I understand what, you, what he said. This is why your wife doesn't like you because oh, you just don't listen. You know, I'm not jumping ship right away. As soon as it, not it, jumping ship, but we can criticize. Oh, you can criticize, but I ain't, I ain't, I'm not going to jump ship. I got trust in him until he betrays the trust. It's almost there. Almost ain't there. Almost is almost there. Horseshoes and hand grenades. And DACA. Two more minutes before I can go to bed, Dad. <laughs> right? Okay. Shut up. <laughs> Joseph, welcome to KNST. Hi. Garrett, I couldn't agree more. We are at a point where... Uh, uh, before we do jump ship, we have to we have to sound an alarm. And uh, uh, we we elected this president because of the fact we we made great sacrifice to get to the polls, volunteering, whatever whatever your facet was, showing up at the rallies. We are now at a point where we're about to lose our country, and we there is no there is no alternative. Uh, this is it. And if this DACA goes through, you're talking not about 800,000, you're talking about all the ancillary family and relatives and whatever you say. And nobody is mentioning the fact that DACA is 
these are not dreamers. They're not. Uh, uh, there's a lot of criminals. There's a lot of. There's a lot of uh, terrorism coming through. Look what's going on at the border right now. We need. We need the wall. We need Trump to have a reason to say, "Hey, listen, my electorate, the the majority of the people that elected me are are clamoring." I, I can't go ahead with this. But, I, I hang, hang on, to, hang on a second, hang on I, a second. I, you're right, you're right about that. But I want you to. There's just something. President Trump just spoke to the media just a couple of minutes ago, and I have the soundbite for you. Throw him up over there if you don't mind, Ryan. I, I want Joseph. Joseph, you still with me? I, I sure. Okay, am. I want you to hear what he said. This is what he said to the media when he when he uh, first arrived in uh, in Naples, Fort Myers, actually Fort Myers, Florida. What do you say, Mr. President, to Steve King, who says that your promises can't be? And what do you say to Senator Charles Grassley, who said you undercut what he's doing in the Judiciary Committee by talking with Pelosi last night about all this? No, what we're doing is we're doing it in conjunction with the Republicans. We have a very, very good relationship with a lot of people. A lot of people want this to happen. They expect it to happen. And we'll see if it happens. But we'll only do it if we get extreme security, if we get not only surveillance, but everything that goes along with surveillance. And ultimately, we have to have the wall. If we don't have the wall, we're doing nothing. That made me feel a little bit better. How about you? Well, what I caught from the end of it, that uh, it was very, very uh, jarble because I'm listening through the phone. Sure, he said, ultimately, yeah. we, have to, we have to have the wall. If we don't have the wall, we're doing nothing. Well, that's, that's true. However, still, still uh, allowing that, that, that it, I, don't, I don't trust the figures that, that the majority of people are, 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 are bent on, uh, on allowing DACA to, to continue. I got you. Um, I got you. I, I, I think that's, that's, that's a fallacy, and, and that's where Trump is. He's, be, he, he's got me on. I'm, I'm ready to, you know, to say uh, we'll throw the towel in. Did you call the, you because, called the White House? You told Ryan you called the White House? What happened? Yeah, I did. I, I had to wait for quite some time. Those, uh, there's a hell of a lot of... Uh, I'll bet you there are a lot of people like you that did that. That's why you had to wait. Right, and they allow you to to express uh, everything you want to say, and uh, uh, I'm sure that uh, they're hearing a lot this morning. Yeah, well, I really do. Well, keep on doing it. Thank you, Joseph. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. I mean, Trump, he's got to he's got to get the messaging clear because right now it's all it's all garbled. But he said that, and then am I still up over there, Ryan? There's one more, one more that Trump said to the media. Here we go. This is the Democrats say there was a deal at dinner. There was no deal, and they didn't say they had a deal. In fact, they just put out a statement. They didn't say that at all. President, if Republicans aren't able to get something in six months, will you continue the DACA program on your own? about that, but I think a deal for six months. So no relief for DACA recipients unless you get the wall? Is that what you're saying? At some point, they're going to have to. They cannot obstruct. The wall, to me, is... If I don't get the wall, then we will become the... If, if if it's hard to hear, if he said if if I don't get the wall, if we don't get the wall, then we will become the obstructionists. Okay, that makes me feel better. That makes me feel better. Still not one hundred percent. So maybe maybe I hate to say this, but maybe Ryan is a little bit right. But I'm basing it on the Trumpsters' statements. Okay. You said there, you know, you have some faith because there's more to it. And like the caller said a couple hours ago, an hour ago, there's more to it possibly than we don't real that we don't realize, right? Yes, absolutely. You don't know what the man's doing. He wanted this job for a reason, and I, 
if we have, do you have time for one more? Sure. Take take uh, take two real quick. I'm going to send you a saguaro, Ryan. Please make sure it's at least 50 years old and have two arms <laughs> that do at least this. Two. Like that? Like they're waving. Like they're waving. Look at me. Look at the radio. <laughs> yeah, Look at me. Stop it. Okay. John, welcome to KNST. Hi. Hands up. Hi. Yes, I'm. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a supporter of many of the things on the, the president's um, agenda. Even though personally, you know, I, I sometimes have issues with his style. But at the same time, he told us this is exactly what he was going to do. So for all these conservatives and Republicans that are freaking out about him having dinner with Chuck and Nancy and making deals, his own party has tried to sabotage him. No, you're right about you that. Know, the entire time, and he said he was going to, to cut deals across. He said all along he was going to do this in a bipartisan fashion. And and so we should not be con- uh, concerned about that. Even at the beginning of his candidacy, he talked about how he was friends with the Democrats and he was friends with Nancy and Chuck, and he was going to be working with them. You know, maybe he can get more done with them than the Republicans. As far as your specific question about a trade-off, I'd be fully supportive of a pathway to citizenship for the DACA. Uh, recipients who have not um, committed um, felonies within the United States or in their state by state or federal law, um, who have proven themselves to be um, on an educational path to be a productive worker and a citizen of our nation. All right, hang, hang on, hang, hang on a sec right there. Hang on a sec right there. I, I don't know if you heard my interview with Matt O'Brien. Ryan, get the, get the sound bites. I, this is my, you know, normally before I knew this, I would be in agreement with you wholeheartedly, and I might have to just swallow my pride and take it anyway if a, if a deal comes down. But the guy that was in charge of actually looking at the DACA applications to see if they were fraudulent uh, is blowing the whistle now. And he was on yeah, our heard, show. You heard, heard that. So, yeah, there's, so there's, there, it's riddled with fraud out the wazoo. Are you willing to take that chance? I'm saying right now, you know, if you have the op, there are a lot of DACA recipients that are within the school systems now who are, who are just kids in school. Um, uh, now, do you know what the dropout rate is of DACA recipients, according to a Harvard scholar that is pro-DACA? 21.9% so, of DACA recipients have dropped out of high school. That's really not that much different than a lot of statistics for Americans. Actually, the, 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 the regular is 5.9%, so that's a lot different. No, I, I take issue with that. And then, you know, I'm giving you all, a fact. I read it. I'm not lying about this. You well, take- at the same time, what are you going to do? Like, if there's a kid who was brought here when they were one years old or six months old, and they effectively were raised in this country and they're in the school system now, I think we should have a pathway to legal citizenship for those types of doctors. Listen, listen, that's okay, but I want, I, I, listen, listen, I want to go back and make sure we can get out the ones that lied, that have ties to terror, all this stuff. Absolutely. I want that. That's what I would agree with you. So then, 100%. yeah, listen, uh, if, if I exchange for bleh, a border bleh. wrap, absolutely would do that. Yes, I'd love to yeah. have a security on the southern and northern border. I'm with you. I'm with you. And look, again, I, I, I'm with you a thousand percent. If it, it brought you when you're a baby and you're two years old, three, yes, you know what? I get it. But there's too much fraud in there to just give one fell swoop of amnesty. If you go back and find the ones that are fraudulent and you know what? Obviously, they know who they are. Get them out. But the ones that are brought in when they're five, I get, the, I get it. I get it. But you take issue, okay? Harvard researcher Roberto G. Gonzalez, this is from the Daily Caller, huh. surveyed more than 2,000 self-identified DACA recipients about their education levels, found 22% have earned a bachelor's degree compared to 32% of all Americans, and he found that 21% of DACA recipients have dropped out of high school, far above the national dropout rate of 5.9% according to the National Center for Education Statistics. So, I'm, I'm not lying about these things. 
923. Thank you very much for the phone call, John. I appreciate it, man. I, I get it. We'll continue to get your reaction. Uh, there's more. There's more news that's just happening all the time. Man, there's so much we need to get to still, Ryan. Well, just just stay with us. And I want your reaction to all this. KNST AM 792 Tucson's most stimulating talk. You know, it's one of the power. It's one of those perks, Brian. It's one of those perks. It's true. <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, 928 here on KNST AM 790. Uh, I want to say hi to my son, Grayson, right now. And and you know what? He gets he gets with it because I, I make fun of this on the radio all the time. I'm like, you know, shout outs and birthdays. And I'm like, nobody cares except for that person and their mom. So nobody wants to. But you know what? My son, I, I want to say hi. Uh, I hope you have a great day at school. I know you're going to have a great day at school. You better have a good day at school because you're going to get a job soon. You're going to get to the house. I don't have to pay for it. Uh, listen, he is so... Soccer game this Saturday. First one. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. What's his and, position? Uh, all over? Winning. Oh, his position is nice. winning. Uh, that's what he does. He says, Dad, all I do is win, 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 just like somebody else that says that. Isn't there somebody else that I think that says something like uh, that? There is. You want to know who that is? Who is that? All we do is win, win, win. And that's what my son says, too. So, Grayson, go go, go, win, win, win at school and go have fun. Go home to mommy. No, don't do that. <laughs> it sounded like you were just, he was trying to negotiate not to go to school with he you was, on the phone. He was in a, in a serious negotiation. Dad, I'll, <laughs> I'll clean my room and I'll, I'll, I'll walk the dog. Don't well, go to school today. Those are, yeah, that's not happening. Uh, but unless he's going to be, it's big, you're right. Uh, listen, if you don't, if you don't go to school, the, mo- the police are going to come and arrest mommy. Don't go to school. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just, now I'm in really big trouble. I'm in really, oh. really, really big trouble. This is what's going to happen when you get home today. Out, out, out. Is out. that a surprise? Nope. Is that a surprise? <laughs> you're done. Yeah, that's going to be me. All right, play me up over there real quick. Chuck Schumer got caught on a hot mic talking about Donald Trump. Really quick. Listen to this. So I just got here and even knew. He likes likes us. He likes likes me anyway. Look, what we said was exactly all Here's what I told the president. You're much better off if you can sometimes step right and sometimes step left. If you have to step just in one direction, you're boxed. He gets that. It's always going to work out, and it'll make us more productive, too. Did you get that? Could you hear it? So crying Chuck. Crying cry Chuck, who gave his acting lessons. Crying Chuck. He likes us. He likes me anyway. Here's what I told him. I said, Mr. President, you're much better off if you can sometimes step right and sometimes step left. If you have to just step in one direction, you're boxed. He gets that. It's going to work out, and it'll make us more productive, too. Hmm. Frightening, isn't it? Is it? Is it the art of the deal? I. Here's the thing. Is it reverse psychology on these guys? Maybe. Chuck is a slimy, slimy politician, and he'd kiss Trump's butt for checks in the past, you know? Is he it the would, old bait and switch? May, maybe. Maybe he's taking advantage of him and going, oh, I got this guy just where I want. I think that Trump has dealt with much smarter people than Chuck Schumer. Infinitely smarter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Throw me down over there. I, there's something I didn't I get. I saw the headline, but I did not get a chance to actually. You know what? I want to. Let's just play this. This one, one random thing. Hillary keeps pushing her book. Go on. Apparently, she demonstrated alternative nostril breathing. Alternative, alternative. Okay. Just listen. 
This is with CNN with Anderson Cooper. Just listen. Ready? Seems like you've been doing a lot of yoga. Yes, uh, I and, have. And alternate fa- nostril breathing. Well, I wanted have to ask you. Have you tried that? Page 27 <laughs> in your book, you talk about al- uh, alternate nostril breathing. Yes. What is that? Oh, and my God. Dare you give me a demonstration well, of that? Well, I would highly recommend it. Okay. You know, I mean, you're supposed to shut your eyes. I don't want to shut your shut my eyes on, on you know, okay. on national television. But, you know, you do. Oh, that, no, that's oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I don't want to, I'll sound like an idiot, but I don't want to shut my eyes. You hold and you breathe through one and you hold it and then you exhale through the other and you keep going. I can only say, based on my personal experience, that if you're sitting cross-legged on the yoga mat and you're doing it and you're really trying to inhale and hold it and then have a long exhale, it is very relaxing. So I don't know if you can do it in the middle of hurricane coverage, but maybe some other moments mm-hmm. you can try it. I, uh, I found it quite helpful. <laughs> Sounds like an 80s movie I once saw. Oh, <laughs> Imagine if she was the leader of the free world. Just imagine that just for a minute. Well, that would have been signed into law. So uh, we'd have to be doing that right now. You know what she never brings up? How great her relationship is with her husband. <laughs> she never, he never is just like, you know, we've been able to get through this together and he's had my back and we talk. She never brings him up. <laughs> ah, it's just, it's so weird. Alternative nostril breathing. I was going to say the 33,000 emails, but uh, she sucked him up through her nose. <laughs> Gone. She breathes out fire. Okay. So, yeah. I Don't you get like, I get like, I you get dizzy. You get dizzy. Maybe that's what the Tucson City Council did when they decided to go on with a losing proposition, challenging a lot of destroy guns 100 grand i'll tell you what uh, everything kazachik said about it uh we'll get your reaction by the trump stuff but city of tucson loses a hundred thousand dollars the taxpayers will pay this because they decided to do a stupid lawsuit to the arizona supreme court that's coming up 933 on knst uh it's coming up about six minutes here's the latest from fox Fuck. 942 i'm still doing it now thinking about myself someone has to takes a special kind of guy to pull off those pants thank you iHeartRadio channel, I have one. It should have been called that. Special kind of pants? Something like that. <laughs> pull off your pants. Anyway, pull off orange pants. Orange. Uh, download the iHeartRadio app. It's free. It's easy to your phone, whatever. You can go to iHeartRadio.com. Bottom line is I have an iHeartRadio channel. So you get access to me 24-7. So you could be, listen, you could be as lucky as my wife. 24-7 access to this. Huh? Huh? My wife just threw up. She's listening. She just, but it's true. You may have also, but you could have 24 7 access to this. <laughs> Takes a special kind of guy to pull off those pants. To that. And um, <clears throat> yeah, Ryan puts up the entire uh, show every day now. And uh, there'll be highlights of certain segments if he thinks they're really that good and interviews and things like that. So yeah iHeartRadio app and search for my channel, Garrett Lewis. It's you know, it was we we're trying to think of a name for the channel and like, you know, Garrett Lewis. It took a while, but we got it. <laughs> Three things I think you need to know. What what's your problem? I'm nothing. I'm just thinking we could have called it special kind of pants. Thank you. Oh, he needs some milk. Well. All right, three things I think you need some to know. Followers. Number number one, <laughs> that too. Uh number one is uh the the Trumpster has now announced to the media, we played it, that uh, if there's no wall, we have nothing. No wall, we have nothing. Wow. 
Yeah, I'll play for you in a second, uh, in, a, in a couple minutes, the soundbite of uh, Chuck Schumer. His comments about the border wall. We'll get to that. Uh, and this this is like a whole big convoluted like mess right now. Nobody knows what the hell is going on. Maybe Trump, I think he's getting the message that people want the damn wall, dude. So you better, you better watch what you say and say it correctly. Second thing that I think you need to know. Uh, the city of Tucson screwed the pooch by trying to challenge a state law that says we have every right to confiscate, or to destroy confiscated firearms. State Rep. Mark Fincham brought that to the Attorney General's attention. There was a lawsuit. They challenged it to the Arizona Supreme Court and lost, and now they got to repay the state $100,000. Beautiful. Way to go, Tucson. Way to go, Rothschild. And You know, we got to play the old Kazachic sound bites of what he wanted to do with the confiscated firearms, too. We'll get to that. Third thing I think you need to know is that the business leaders in this town are just awesome. They are on it. They are trying to get Amazon to build a, uh, a new, they want to build a second giant, like, 8 million square foot plant. So to show, and there's all cities across the country wanting Amazon's business, because that's the future. And I can't stand Amazon. Uh, they, they are deleting the one-star reviews of Hillary's book to try to help her out, Bezos. But um, they, they tried to get the attention, not by putting a, a solid business plan together and, and, and just saying this is the benefits and it's great climate and you know affordable labor and the housing is... No, instead, these geniuses in charge of business here had a press conference bragging of how they're sending a 21-foot cactus to Jeff Bezos' home in Seattle. That proves that they are serious. That's what they said. Just proves we're serious. Wow. Three things I think you need to know. Um, yes, uh, you know, play, play, uh, play that. That's the one. Yes, in the, the meeting, this was caught on video, city, city council meeting a couple weeks ago, or last week, Kazachik, Steve Kazachik asked the city attorney, do they really have to sell the confiscated firearms. Can they do something else? Listen to this. What if we found an art dealer in a non or nonprofit that wanted to melt them down? The Supreme Court said controls here. Pause it. Pause it. Them. Yes. What if we found a nonprofit or an art dealer that wanted to melt them down, meaning the guns, melt them down? That's called destroying them too, Steve. I'm not sure if you realize that, but when you melt down a gun, it pretty much can't work anymore. Yeah, Mark Fincham was on the show a few weeks ago about this because he's the one that brought, uh, brought this to uh, the Attorney General who f- did something about it finally. Uh, and he guessed it could be a million bucks. It says here in the local paper, uh, $100,000. They're estimating, uh, well, no, they're, they settle on, they're, nobody knows how much they actually owe the state of Arizona, but they're going with $100,000. They agree, They agreed upon that, so it's probably a lot more but the state was like, look, just give us 100 grand, we'll call it even. <clears throat> City Councilman Steve Kazachik said he hoped to keep the door open on setting aside some funds for law enforcement, floating the possibility of a payment plan to pay the state's legal fees. A payment plan. Wait, a, that's why, you know, they can't be held by anything, but they, they should all be voted out. They wasted even more taxpayer dollars, these, these people. The whole council thought this was a great idea to challenge this. Kazach said, quote, since we're estimating hundred grand a year in sales, maybe they'll let us go on a payment plan. Because now, all of a sudden, uh, Rothschild, the mayor, and members of the council said last week they wanted to take the proceeds from the gun sales for investment in the police department, suggesting they could buy bulletproof vests. Hey, wait, they did that every year until 2005. What an idea that is, huh? What an idea. So were you against police getting this? Because you had to raise sales tax to try to get things like that for police officers. Oh, geniuses. Is re-election coming up? Who knows? I've given up on these people. 
Layaway lawmakers. Mariano, uh, vote for deplorable Mariano. Mariano Rodriguez in Ward 6 against Kazachik. That's the only... Kazachik's an idiot. He needs to go. Uh, he's costing the city money left and right. All these stupid things. Again, they confiscate the firearms. You know what they do at that point? They sell them at auction. To who? Licensed dealers. Who then do what? Sell them to people that pass background checks. And then the city gets to keep the money and spend it on things like, well, stuff for police. And trust me, if there was all of a sudden... Statistics that showed a drop in gun crime, gun violence, if you want, from 05 until now, the city would have put it up. But there's no drop in gun crime because of this stuff. Get out of here. Um, is this right? I don't know if this is right. Okay. Sorry, Jack is gone. Bye, Jack. Okay, let's play Chuck Schumer. I want to play Chuck Schumer really quick. Chuck Schumer, on again, we played the soundbite earlier in the hour. Trump said that uh, if there's no wall, we have no deal. Here's what Chuck Schumer just said a couple of minutes ago on the Senate floor. Wall. That's not who America is, was, or hopefully will be. What? Now, we're for sensible border security. What does that even mean? As I mentioned. And there are a lot more ways, effective ways of securing the border than a wall. Think about that, though. Hang on. Sensible. What, non-offensive? Sensible. Sensible. <laughs> a wall can be scaled over. I'm sure those who love the wall, I'm sure they've heard of ladders. The whole a wall can be tunneled under. I'm sure those who support the wall have heard of shovels. Why wouldn't you not make them do the extra work on top of that if they really are? And I thought they were going to have these four different uh, prototypes, and I thought part of the uh, requirement was to make sure it couldn't be climbed. Or extremely difficult? Yeah. By the way, big walls surrounding the Senate chambers. Big walls. It's a medieval solution for a modern problem. Oh, Mark Napier. That must hurt. Oh, Sheriff Napier. Because that's what he was saying. Remember that? And I like Sheriff Napier. That's what... Oh, man. A Game of Thrones idea for a world that is a lot closer to Star Wars. And there you have it. You got to love that rhetoric, don't you? There it is. We need dragons on the border. <laughs> you know, Obama said, what do you want me to do? Build a moat? Y- yes. 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 If you have one gigantic moat with alligators and other things, that would probably stop people from actually wanting to cross it. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh, breaking news. Former CIA acting director, Mike Morell. We have sound bites. He hates Trump. Says all kinds of bad things about Trump. Resigns from Harvard Kennedy School. Over a tiring of convicted leaker Chelsea Manning. You got to love Harvard. They, wow, they Harvard hired Chelsea Manning. To teach what? I don't know how to leak stuff. Uh, who the hell knows? Who knows? Because he was a serviceman before. Yeah, he, uh, well. It wasn't like yes. he was a professor yes. that went into the military yes. or something. All right. Yes. Just checking. So there's that. All right, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Man, there's, send him my resume. Oh, God. To Harvard. You're a leaker? <laughs> I can that's be. A, that's a well. That's a. Uh, <clears throat> there's a problem on that. I, I think you, you should not be a leaker like that. Um, one more. Uh, we'll get. There's so much we haven't gotten to. But I'll tell you what. There's. Oh, we got to play with Nancy. We didn't get a chance to yesterday. When Nancy Pelosi compared the DACA recipients that she that she calls dreamers. 
what she compared them to. We didn't get a chance to do that yesterday. We get to that. And Mexico, what are they saying about the DACA kids? I'll get you that exact stuff coming up. 951, back in five. KNST AIM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. And now they're coming for the dreamers. Unbelievable. That's disgusting. The dreamers are the DACA. That's the thing. They're trying to play word games and get them mixed up because dreamers are actually a larger group than DACA. DACA is 800,000. Dreamers, they consider to be any illegal alien. Uh, that's what they're doing. It Mexico, Washington Examiner. Mexico calls DACA kids a great gift, a pleasure to take back. All right, here you go. Top Mexican diplomat said uh, in the U.S. he would be a pleasure to take back the 800,000 young adults facing potential deportation. Think about it. What are, you send them back educated, everything. It's great, right? He added Mexico will go to bat for those under DACA. So he'll fight for them to stay in a different country. For Mexico, it would be a pleasure to take them back. They receive the young DACA. Their talent, their talent and human capital for our country. But if they want to stay in the country where they've grown up, that's fine. But we'll take them. We'll take them. Uh, what does Rush think of all this? You will find out because he starts in less than eight minutes. We will see you tomorrow for Friday right here on KNST.